Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. And welcome back into BetQL Daily alongside Kate Constable. I am Chris Mack. Listen to us on your Odyssey app. It's free. Download it today if you haven't yet. A-U-D-A-C-Y and take us with you wherever you are and whatever you're up to this summer. It's All-Star Week. So, yeah, the guys, they took a week off. I don't blame them. Ed, Joe, and Aaron, they will be back soon enough here to entertain you. We've got five-star bets for you, though, BetQL.com. We've got all the insight on the All-Star game. We get you some more of that coming up in about 20 minutes with our lightning bets. And speaking of the All-Star game and Seattle, unrelated to the conversation we just had about the Seahawks, which we'll get back into the NFC, the people of Seattle are doing something strange with their baseball food. That is right around the corner as well. But as for the NFC playoff picture, Kate, we let Paul sort of badger uh, badger us into adding the Seahawks as a playoff team, right? So we've got four teams now that we agree are NFC playoff teams. We've got Philly, Dallas, San Francisco, and yes, we'll throw in Seattle, although I think they're, yeah, they're borderline for me. The question yeah. then is, you know, Jim Rodriguez and I did the AFC yesterday. There are eight teams in the AFC – that are minus money to make the playoffs. That's pretty easy to figure out. That's one team too many. So we talked about which team will end up not making it, who's, who's minus money right now um, at the books. In the NFC, it's the other way around. It's six teams that are favored to be in the playoffs, which means you've got nine teams that are plus money to make the playoffs right now at BetMGM. Uh, that list starts with the Vikings at 110. Move on to the Falcons at 120, Giants 165, Bears 170, Packers 165, as well as the Panthers. Uh, then you get down to the Rams at 310, the Commanders at 310, Buccaneers 350, all the way down to the Arizona Cardinals at 10 to 1. The Giants kind of jump out to me because I consider them a playoff team again. I, I think there's plenty of questions to ask about Daniel Jones, but I kind of put them in that secondary tier of NFC teams. If Philly and San Francisco headline the first tier and Dallas and, okay, we'll give Paul his his just due again, I guess. Seattle are right there leading the second tier. I'll be honest, I have the Giants in that second tier. Maybe not right there with Dallas, but, again, I think they're a playoff team. 
The Giants would be my next team as well. I think they're a playoff yeah. team. I mean, you have the reigning coach of the year. You have Daniel Jones, who within Dayball's system looks significantly better than he did in the first couple of years of his career. I'm worried a little bit about Saquon Barkley and how that whole situation is going to shake out. Obviously, if he's on the team and, and playing when the season starts, that's a huge plus for them. Um, mm -hmm. The Giants also have a pretty good front seven. I mean, they weren't terrible last year. So you talk about, you know, keeping Daniel Jones upright and all of that. I think they could be, you know, obviously helpful in winning some games this season. So, and then especially with like, of all the teams left, the Giants have to be at the top of that. Like if you were to put them in the AFC, I would not have the Giants as a playoff team um, or sitting this high in the standings. But within the NFC, it's such a poor conference that I think they can be up there. Yeah, you know, we could bring it back around, I guess, to the same argument I've had about teams in the NFC South, which is look at their schedule and how many wins they're going to get out of the deal. You yeah. talk about the Giants playing in the NFC East uh, and also playing, I believe, the East in the AFC. Uh, but either here or there, you've got to play the Eagles and Cowboys four times combined. So that's going to be tough to scratch out two wins there. So then you do start to bring the win total down. I get that logic, but I'm still – I'm still not all in on the Lions. I know they are the darling. Everybody is all about the Lions right now. And Dan Campbell's this wonderful story and biting kneecaps and all that. But minus 175 right now to make the playoffs. Um, and the Giants are sitting down there at plus 165. Uh, my bet would be on the Giants. I would have them ahead of the Lions. In fact, I don't even know if the Lions are – People have plenty of questions about the Vikings, who I brought up earlier. I don't know if the Lions are even my favorite to win that division. Minnesota's defense was a shambles last year. But I think if they just get it back to respectability, I mean, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, uh, that's enough for me to put them at the top of that division. Who did the Vikings bring in as their new defensive coordinator? Did they add someone new this offseason? Uh, because you're I right. They're, they're say, yeah. What the issue last year, their secondary oh, was really yeah. poor. Okay. I think that if, if he's able to turn things around a little, which is what I would anticipate him being able to, the Vikings could be the ones to come out of that division. I'm not sold on anyone, really. I mean, we don't know what Jordan Love is necessarily going to look like. He could be significantly better than a lot of uh, the expectations out there for him. And all of a sudden, the Packers could be winning that division at the end of it all. So as a Bears fan, I hate to say that. Like, that that's kind of painful to even talk about, especially now that Aaron Rodgers is gone and they're supposed to stink now. They're supposed to be Chicago's right. time to shine. But Jordan Love, we don't know anything about him really. What we've seen him play in one game when he came in and uh, right. Rodgers got hurt maybe one or two times. So that whole division is kind of a big question mark for me. And I have yeah. the I have the Bears probably losing that division. I think the hype on the Bears is warranted because you have some new pieces coming in. You finally have some guys that Justin Fields can throw to. And it's, you know, uh, another year under his belt. He should be able to flourish a little bit more and grow. I don't know. I think we got to temper our expectations a little bit on Chicago. Yeah, I totally agree. Sit seeing them sitting at seven and a half as a win total with the over juiced in most books 
Like, I can't get on board with that. No. Like, there, I, I really like Justin Fields. I want to be clear about that. But I, I, I the, the dearth, the dearth of weapons around him, you know, they're they're quickly learning that Chase Claypool is is not as advertised. He's a, a secondary target to begin with. I understand, but. They, they I, I don't see it really turning a big corner for Chicago this year. Maybe it's a six-win season. Okay, that's great. You'll accept that in year two, I guess, of a rookie quarterback who doesn't have a ton of weapons around him. But I, I, I can't see them getting to eight wins. Seven and a half seems way off base for Chicago. And I, I you mentioned the questions about Jordan Love. I, I, I am not going to believe in Jordan Love until I see him – shake off a significant level of rust. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe this is Rodgers taking over for Favre all over again 20 years later, but I don't have any reason to believe that it's going to be until I see a significant body of work from Jordan Love that proves to me that it may be. So the Packers at seven and a half, I'll be honest, I'm not, I'm on that under as well. And very quickly you get to a point where, like I said earlier, it, it feels like this – the first tier is Philly and San Francisco. We agreed on that. The second tier, Dallas, and we'll let have Paul have Seattle. Fine. Okay. And then it's Giants, Lions, Vikings, Packers. And very quickly, we get ourselves to eight teams. And who's the odd man out? Or, or who are we forgetting? I don't think any – are we forgetting – are we being disrespectful to New Orleans and that we haven't even mentioned them yet and somebody's got to win that division by default, I guess. That was the only other team I was going to say. Uh, you made the point in our last segment, Chris, that Derek Carr should be able to mask some of the inefficiencies within that offense. And yeah, mm -hmm. he's not a bad quarterback. He's just not one of those flashy players that's going to make a ton of plays or, you know, give him the ball with a minute left on the clock and he's going to drive down the field. It's like, that's just not Derek Carr. So I don't think you right. can expect that from him, but playing in such a weak division the Saints should be able to have success within this division. And obviously then what does that mean within the whole playoff picture? Right? Yeah. And it, so it, the Saints, I think the NFC South are going to steal. I don't want to say steal because somebody's got to win the division again. They're going to steal yeah. a playoff spot. I think from one of that second or two B tier of teams, you know, your Seattle, mm -hmm. your New York, your Detroit, your Minnesota. One of them, I think, might get a playoff spot stolen by the Saints. Um, and if that's the case, hey, it is what it is. But, I, I mean, the Saints, at, let me just check the number again on to make the playoffs, are at minus 160. That tells you right there that with the next team in their division to make the playoffs, Panthers at plus 165, the books expect it, like the, the rest of us do, to be a yeah. one-playoff team division. It's just the division champ. And maybe it is the Giants who get bounced because the East only has two teams. And but with, with seven, here's the thing: with seven teams in the playoffs now in each conference, we're going to have one team who gets in there at the end. The, the third wild card is always going to feel like a oh man, they're in yeah. really, um, especially in the NFC as it's currently constituted. So, I in this case. The third wild card may end up being better than the fourth division winner, the Saints. But I just – I can't get past um, Detroit being a, a little overhyped. They could be a playoff team, but I think the, the North may only be a, a one-team division as well. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Which in that case, do you lean towards the Vikings? Coming out of that division? I, I do. I think I'm a whole lot higher on the Vikings than anybody else, though. I don't know if it's because my kid's a Justin Jefferson fan and likes to gritty through the house every time they pop up <laughs> on red zone, and so I'm sort of partial to them. Or maybe I just have too much belief in in Cousins and what kind of amounts to a contract year, right? Um, and yeah. Justin Jefferson uh, coming together. It, it, look, I, I just praised the Panthers for picking up Adam Thielen. So I can't also praise the Vikings for letting Thielen walk away, but it's more footballs for Justin Jefferson. You could target that guy 180 times this year. You could target him 11 times a week and it wouldn't feel like it's too much, right? Like every, the the entire offense runs through Justin Jefferson because I think he's the most electric guy in the game right now. And so your offense should run through him. And if he stays healthy and cousins stays healthy, 
I, I have more belief in them winning the division and getting in than I do the Lions. So the Vikings at, at plus one, anywhere between even money at some books to 120 plus 120 at other books, I'll take that all day. Well, also, if you look at odds for, and I'm trying to pull these up here, um, mm-hmm. offensive player of the year, like Justin Jefferson is sitting atop of that board right now. He's, yeah, he's tied with Jamar Chase for as the odds on favorite. So you know that the books expect him to have another massive season. Um, I wonder what his, yeah. you know, receiving totals and all of that are what kind of what they're projecting him to look like there. So that if, I mean, if you want to go with the Vikings there, they have the best receiver in the entire division, best receiver in, you know, arguably right. all of football. I, I kind of shy away from Minnesota winning solely because I grew up in Minnesota and <laughs> we just don't have nice things. Like our teams never win. <laughs> Nothing ever good comes out of that. So I, I've learned to make my expectations a little bit lower, but I do like Kevin O'Connell. I think he's a great head coach, very creative in how he runs his offense. And this is year two now with this group. So you would anticipate another year of growth. All of those one score games last year. Okay. Cut those in half. Yeah. Say they only win half of those games. You're still probably winning more games than the bears, uh, than the Packers. And, possibly Mm -hmm. the lions as well. So yes, this is another division that's kind of wide open and not necessarily the, one of the better divisions in football, but I think that could lead towards uh, a team like the Vikings coming out. So we've talked about who's making the playoffs. We've talked about win totals. We've tiered the teams now, right? In the NFC, we've Mm -hmm. got Philly, San Francisco, then Dallas, Seattle again, because we're letting Paul have Seattle on the second tier. And then the third (laughs) tier, we've got the saints, sort of a de facto third tier team because they're going to win their division the Giants the Lions and the Vikings I think that removes the Panthers Rams Commanders Packers Bears Bucks and Cardinals again we're down to eight teams in just seven spots I think what the conversation ends up coming down to Kate is what do you believe in more the East as a three-team division i.e the Giants get in behind the Cowboys and Eagles, or do you believe in the North as a two-team division and the Vikings and Lions, whoever doesn't win the division, gets in as a wild card? Um, that's I think that's what it comes down to then. And in that case, I'll be honest, I still think – I after watching the Giants and the Vikings in the playoffs, how do I not lean New York? Uh, like you said, especially if Saquon's yeah. all in. Yeah. Um, I'm going to lean towards the Vikings because of the fact that the Giants are in that division and they do have to play the Eagles twice. They have to play the Cowboys twice. They're on the road quite a bit against some tough teams. So win totals wise, I think that I would take the Vikings over that or, or the two teams out of the the NFC North. I'm sorry. That's two teams out of the North. Yeah. 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 Two East, two North rather than three East, one North. I, I think I'm with you yeah. on that. Man, I th- I said this yesterday. It was 59 days then. We're now 58 days to kick off of the <laughs> NFL season. And I, I'm like the Dave Chappelle, the Chappelle Show meme where I'm just like, y'all got any football? I need some of that football. Give it to me. Uh, we got lightning bets for you. We know that much. They are right around the corner alongside Kate Constable. I'm Chris Mack. In for the gang, Ed, Joe, and Aaron off. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.